Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Indian companion Tonto, the masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness have come down to us through the generations, and nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come a thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver! Let's go, big fellow! Are you silver? Gopher Canyon was utterly devoid of vegetation. Water that lay in scattered pools was stagnant and poisonous, quite unfit for man or beast. The floor of the canyon was hard rock and gravel. It was the last place that anyone would choose for a campsite. That's why the Lone Ranger and Tonto were curious about a campfire they'd seen during the night and why they rode accompanied by Dan Reed along the rim of the canyon shortly after daybreak. This will do right up, You have the binoculars, Tonto. Uh That's right. Me got them. Leave your horse at ground hitch, Dan. Right. Why are you interested in that campfire we saw during the night? It may be pioneers who've lost their way. Oh. Bottom of canyon, plenty bad place to camp. I see. It's bad enough at night. It's even worse when the sun beats down. It looks pretty bad. We should be just above the camp, Tonto. You spoke of an old tree on the rim. Ah. 
We're directly across from the tree. Well, me think camp straight down near far wall. Well, you'll soon know. It looked like smoke down there. Yes. I see someone moving. Wait till I adjust these binoculars. There's a niche in the base of the wall. There are two men. Do they look like pioneers? Now, just a minute, Dan. Dan, you not go too close to edge. All right, Tonto. Tonto, I recognize those men. Who? They're the Wilkins brothers. Oh. Who are the Wilkins brothers? I, I never heard of them. Highwaymen. They got away with a lot of holdups before they were caught. Golly. They finally made the mistake of leaving a survivor who had nerve enough to testify against them. And then they went to jail? Yes, but only for a short term. They finished their stretch a few months ago. Then they dropped out of sight, and everyone thought they'd decided to go straight and live on what they'd hidden. Oh, why them two in Canyon now? I don't know, Kimasabe. They're certainly not there because they prefer it as a campsite. Wells Fargo Express runs through that canyon. Maybe they're planning another attack. Whether they are or not, it'll do no harm to let the express company know about them. Come on. I'll tell the agent in Carsonville. Good. Steady. 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 One silver. Get along, big man. Sheriff Jackson was out of town. In his absence, Deputy Ed Marbury was in charge. He was a small, disagreeable, opinionated man who made the most of his authority. Seated at the sheriff's desk, Marbury scowled darkly at the two bewildered men who stood facing him. The Wells Fargo agent was murdered, and I'm satisfied that one of you two is guilty. I won't tolerate no lies. Moose Tanner, didn't you have a fight with Fuzzy Wilcox? No, Ed, you couldn't call it a fight. Don't lie to me. Well, it weren't a fight. We had a little argument in the cafe last yeah, night. That's but... it. Ed Marbury, you know blame well that Moose ain't a gunslinger. Even if I was, I wouldn't have killed old Fuzzy Wilcox. I, Moose is the most harmless. That'll fellow. be enough from you, Clem Peabody. One of you two killed Fuzzy. If it wasn't Moose, it was you. Now that ain't so. See, don't here, Ed. first name me during an investigation. You call me Sheriff. Well, whatever you are, you know dead busted well that I didn't kill the Wells Fargo agent. You knew that I'd made arrangements to ship my money to the east, didn't you? Sure, I know it. And so did everyone else in Carsonville. You've talked to nothing else for the past month. But you're one of the few that knew when I planned to ship it. I don't know how many knew that. You know I planned to ship it on today's wagon, didn't you? Well, didn't you? Answer me and don't lie. Yes, but that's And still so you the... went to the office, shot Fuzzy Wilcox, and got scared away before you could steal that chest with my money in it. That ain't so. You're putting words into my mouth. Oh. I suppose you weren't anywhere near the Wells Fargo office this morning. Sure I was, but I didn't see Fuzzy around, so you I didn't, didn't look stay. in the back room, did you? No, I didn't. Uh, I'll get to you later. How's for you, Moose Tanner? Oh, look, Sheriff, I don't... I come in. Mask, I'm all a downright nerve. Clem, look. Oh, golly. Clem, close that door. I don't aim to let this gent walk out as free as he walked in. Close that door and see that you stay on this side of it. I ain't through with you. I came to see Sheriff Jackson. He's out of town. And in his absence, I'm the sheriff. Name is Marbury. Who are you? What's the idea of brashing in here like this with your face covered? Who do you think you are? Aren't you crowding your question, little man? <laughs> little man. Now, stop. <laughs> and as for you, yes. uh, put your guns on my desk. Gladly. Uh, two gunmen, eh? Marbury, don't make a mistake. I don't depend entirely upon those guns. Well, there's an exploded shell in this gun. Yes, I usually carry an empty shell under the hammer. It's a likely story. Now, look at the other gun. Be careful, don't get hurt. 
Another empty shell. Yes, you see, two guns mean two hammers. Two empty shells. Uh-huh. And it was two bullets that killed Fuzzy Wilcox. I heard that he'd been killed early this morning. Maybe you were the first one to know about it. Take that mask off. Marbury, I came to this office of my own free will to give you some information. Take that mask off. I didn't come to take orders from Sheriff Jackson. (laughs) And I certainly won't take them from you. What are you laughing at, you big baboon? Uh, uh, Me? You'll take orders from me or I'll slap you in the jail. Probably will anyway. You look to me like a first-rate murder suspect. You have a way of discouraging anyone who tries to cooperate, so just take my gun. No, you... Put those guns down. aren't you, Marbury? Greased lightning. You're under arrest. You can't leave here. You're under arrest, you hear? Yes, I hear you. As a matter of fact, I think my friends can also hear you. They're at the edge of town. Clem, Moose, get behind him. Grab him. He's under arrest. Grab his guns. I'll holster the guns. I'll carry you instead. Come here. Let me down. Put me down, you hear? Easy. You'll pay. You can accompany me as far as the door. Moose, Clem, stop him. Do something. You're aiding a criminal to escape. You... Moose, uh, you're a big man. Not big enough to tote that spattling catamount like you're doing. Let me down. See if you can catch him. Oh, look out, look at me. Sure came fast. What manner? Is someone following you? Sheriff Jackson's out of town. A deputy named Marbury's in charge. He's too ambitious. Uh, how's that? There's been a murder in town. The deputy is ready to jail practically anyone, just so he can make an arrest. And was he going to arrest you? He thought he was. Maybe Wilkins' brother's guilty. And did you mention seeing them? No, Dan. With Marbury in charge, we'll have to move differently. Uh, what we do? Tato, Marbury is likely to hang an innocent man. I'll cut around to the north and work alone. You two ride into town and learn what you can about the murder. Ah. Shall we start for the center of town right away? Yes, Dan. We'll meet later. Mon Silver! Whatever you say, Tunnel. There come, Deputy Sheriff. So that said, Marbury, he's a mean-looking little man, isn't he? Ah. Is he putting those two men in jail? It looked that way. We go near, maybe hear something. Yeah. Get that door open, Sam. Great day, you ain't gonna jail Moose and Clam, are you, Marbury? I said open the door. If you can't do it, I'll get a guard who can. I can open it all right, but it don't seem to me that you got evidence enough to jail these two. He ain't. I'll be the judge of that. A few minutes ago, he was all set to blame Fuzzy's death on a stranger. Sure. I'm holding these two on suspicion. If I find that masked man, I'll hold him too. After I've dealt with him for assaulting and battering an officer of the law. You mean to deal with him, Marbury? I do. <laughs> I'd sure like to see that. Mm. Yeah. Doors open. Get in there. All right, you need shovels. We're going. Close the door. You're responsible for those two. See that they don't escape. They won't escape. Where are you going? To the Wells Fargo office. I've got to be sure the freight is ready for the wagon. I won't. Well, what do you want? Me? Yes, you. You and that Indian with you. You want anything? Why, uh, golly, we were just standing here. Well, don't hang around the jail. If anyone wants me, Sam, I'll be at Wells Fargo. All right. Don't pay no attention to him, son. 
He won't be so far and important when Sheriff Jackson gets back to town. Maybe we'd better shove on. Fiddlesticks. Well, why him jail on two fellas? Well, you see, the town of Carsonville had its man for breakfast. Oh, fella killed. Fuzzy Wilcox, the Wells Fargo man. He was shot. Did those two men in jail do it? Nah. Moose Tanner and Clem Peabody ain't killers. Then why did the sheriff arrest them? He's got to arrest someone, and there's more reason to settle for Moose and Clem than anyone else. They both admit to being near the express office this morning. Oh. Arbery's trying to make something out of a row that Moose had with Wilcox last night. He's also trying to make something out of the fact that Clem was one of the few that knew there was important money being shipped on the day's express. Uh, what money? It's Ed Marbury's own money. He's been drooling for weeks about how much cash he had stored up. I guess he figured he'd overtalk and he better get it in a safer place. He's shipping it east. Was the money stolen? Uh-uh. I guess the killer got scared away after shooting Wilcox. Marbury looked to his cash first thing. He made sure it wasn't touched. Is the dead man still at the office? No. The coroner's got Fuzzy's remains at his place down the road. The coroner? Yep, Doc Hathaway. Now that's his place over yonder, across from the Wells Fargo office. The place of the green shutters. I reckon Doc's working on the corpse right now. He generally closes the shutters when he's working. Well, open the shutters, Hathaway. I want to keep an eye on the Wells Fargo office while I'm talking to you. I always close them when I'm working here. Uh, you may close them when you resume work. <clears throat> there. Is uh, that better? Yes, thanks. See, I, uh... Came to you, Hathaway, because you have authority over the sheriff in certain cases. Well? I uh, came to Carsonville with information that might be important. Does it have anything to do with the death of this poor old man? I don't know. I tried to talk to the deputy sheriff, but he wouldn't listen. He was too busy trying to arrest me for a murder. Get him up! Marbury! He was sneaked in my back door. You bet I did. I recognized the horse of a man that got away from me a little while ago. I'm taking you this time, mister. I'd just as soon take you dead. So go ahead. Make a fast move. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. continue our story. The Lone Ranger stood in the coroner's office with his hands at shoulder level. Deputy Marbury was just three paces away with the gun drawn. So I'm under arrest, huh, Marbury? Right. And the charge against me? Murder. The murder of that man stretched out right there. Oh, now hold on, Ed. You've already jailed Clem Peabody and Moose Tanner for the shooting of Fuzzy Wilcox. I'm jailing this mask man, too. Take his guns, Doc. Why? While you're at it, take his mask off. You see what I meant, Hathaway? He's so eager to make an arrest Doc, that... did you hear me? Now, take it easy, Marbury. Maybe you better listen to what he has to say. He came in here of his own free will. I ain't interested. I saw his guns. There's two dead cartridges in them. Yes, one under each hammer. Doc, you gonna help me? No. Well, then I'll do it myself. I'll take his guns. I hope you'd try. Hey! Let go my arm! Not the gun. Oh, stop, Billy! 
in my ceiling. Make him let me go, Doc. Help me. Drop the gun, Marbury. Busted my wrist. Let me go. You know the rules. I've dropped my gun. Let go of me. That's more like it. Pick up his gun, Hathaway. Hold it until I'm through talking to him. Let go. I've dropped the gun. Sit right down there. Now you listen to me whether you want to or not. I came here to tell you the two known highwaymen are camped in Gopher Canyon. Have you ever heard of the Wilkins brothers? I have. I've heard plenty about them. They're quite capable of holding up the Wells Fargo Express. I can think of no other reason why they'd be in that canyon. Ed, do you hear that? Maybe they know about the chest full of cash that you're shipping out today. Are you shipping a lot of money? He sure is. Let the little man answer for himself. Speak up, Marbury. Well, what if I am? Ed, maybe the Wilkins brothers sneaked into town and killed Wilcox. I don't see how they could be in town without me knowing it. At any rate, they're in Gopher Canyon. Now, you're free. What are you going to do about it? The wagon's about ready to leave. I'll go in that wagon myself. And if you're still around when I get back, I'll settle with you. I may wait for you. Well, there he goes, crossing the street. He's ornery, but he's got a lot of nerve. I may have misjudged him. He sure got steamed up when he found out that Fuzzy Wilcox had been shot. Oh? I guess it riled him to think that anyone would have nerve enough to try to steal his money. Is uh, that why the Wells Fargo agent was killed? Well, there's no other reason for shooting Fuzzy. You see, Marbury took an iron-bound chest full of cash and securities to the office first thing this morning. Fuzzy checked the contents and gave Marbury a receipt. An hour later, Fuzzy was found with a bullet in his heart, just as you see him stretched out there. Did anyone hear the shooting? No, it took place in the back room. It's a pretty solid room, and shot was probably muffled. Do, uh, do you think either of the men in jail is guilty? I don't know what to think. Do you think I'm guilty? You? <laughs> no, not you. You see, when you reined up and back at this place, I heard you call your horse by name. Silver, isn't it? Yes. And when you walked in wearing that mask, I had a hunch who you were. When I saw how you handled Marbury without once reaching for your guns, I knew I was right. Hmm. Hathaway, when I came in, you were probing for the bullets that killed Wilcox. Yes. Sheriff Jackson insists on a complete report in death by violence. Do you mind if I stay here until you've finished? <laughs> no, not at all. See, the Wilkins brothers always use rifles. I'd uh, like to see whether this man was killed by six-gun or rifle shots. There was only one shot. Only one? Well, see for yourself. Right through the heart. It's curious. I had the impression that there were two. I'll close these shutters. Oh, uh, leave them open until the express leaves. I'd like to make sure Marbury keeps his promise. Whatever you say. Oh, that's the chest of money he's carrying to the wagon right now. He handles it as if it were heavy. Hey, Tennessee, give me a hand with this chest. It's heavy. Well, sure enough, Mr. Marbury. Let me get my shoulder underneath it. Now, here we go. Up she goes. Oh, there. <sighs> Weighs most a ton. What's in it? Gold. You hear that, driver? Yeah. I'll have to watch sharp guarding this trip. You'd better be prepared for trouble, Tennessee. Yeah? Any special reason? Well, someone might make a bid for that chest. I'll be ready for him. Fuzzy Wilcox has already been killed. No. What's that, Marbury? Someone has already tried to steal that gold. They got Fuzzy Wilcox. May have been the Wilkins brothers. I had word that they're nearby. Man, I'd sure like to line my sights on them skunks. 
Well, if you meet the Wilkins boys, you might need an extra gun. I'm going to ride through Gopher Canyon with you. That ain't necessary, Marbury. Wells Fargo ain't paying you to run no risk. I'll take the risk. It's my money in that chest. Yours, huh? Yeah. I heard you had a tidy sum put away. You send it east, huh? Yep. I'd hate to see the Wilkins boys get fat on my money. You ready? Ready's right. Yep. Get aboard. Hey, boys, I'll be back around sundown. Get up there. Come on, get up there. Dan Reed and Tonto waited in the rear of the coroner's office for nearly 15 minutes after the departure of the express. Finally, the Lone Ranger joined them. You knew that Marbury went along in the Wells Fargo wagon, didn't you? Yes, Dan, I saw him leave. I thought we might ride alongside in case the men on the wagon needed help. As long as they know about the Wilkins brothers, they'll be able to handle the situation. You inside coroners for a long time. I asked Tonto I waited for Doc Hathaway to remove the death bullet. Oh. There was nothing distinctive about it, though. Just a forty-five. Now what are we going to do? I'd uh, like to learn more about that old man's death. I don't think Marbury will get very far with his investigation. Hey, uh, uh, just a minute. The coroner. Yes? I've uh, I got something to tell you. What is it, Hathaway? You were right. Right? About what? You remember when I told you that Fuzzy'd only been shot once? Yes. And you thought he'd been shot twice? Well, I had that impression. Well, I don't know how you knew it. There was only one bullet hole. But he had two bullets in him. He did? I just found the second one. Darndest thing I ever heard of. The second bullet hit in exactly the same place as the first. Mm, that plenty strange. I thought I'd let you know. Oh, thanks, Hathaway. I thought... Uh, what were you going to say? Wait. I know who killed him. You do? Who? Dan Toto. Find two saddle horses and bring them to the jail. To uh, the jail? Right away. Steady, big fellow. One silver. Are you guarding the men in that jail? I am. Unlock the door. They're going to be needed. Now, see here. Unlock that door. Well, all right, then. Here's one horse. Tonto's bringing the other. Now, see here. You can't release those prisoners. They're already released. Here's your gun, Moose. I, I don't save anybody. Here's a gun for you. Moose, Clem, you'd better not run away. That critter held me at gunpoint. Who's got to open a hole? Oh, your horse. Not up, Peabody. You better come along, Sam. You may be needed. Where What's are we up? going? Save your breath for riding and follow me, steady. Come on, Silver. Get along, get along. Get along. Get along. Come on. Quite of you to ride along with us, Marbury. I don't know why you did it. Get along there. It's my money that's at stake. Well, sure enough. But Wells Fargo would be responsible if it was lost or stolen. Hey, Tennessee, you better watch sharp. This is the worst part of the canyon. I'm a watching plenty sharp. Driver, rein up right here. Rein up? For what? I said rein up. Hey. Keep your hands right where they are, Tennessee. A gun, Marbury, what? Shut up. 
Pull up that team or I'll put a bullet in your back. Ho, ho, ho there. Oh, double-crossing owner. Tennessee, look. What? The Wilkins. Come on, boys. I've got these two covered. I'll take those guns of yours. Well, so you're in cahoots with them. What's it look like? What are you doing here, Marbury? Uh, couldn't you trust us to do the job? I had to come along, boys. You two were seen here in the canyon. If I hadn't come, someone else might have. Hold your guns on these two while I unlock the chest. Why not take her as is? Uh, it's too heavy to handle. Full of cast iron. Huh? You can put the iron in your saddlebags and throw it where it won't be found. The empty chest and the dead garden driver will be proof that I lost my property. Did you say there was cast iron in there? <laughs> sure. See for yourself. So that was your scheme. You got a receipt for gold. You'll make Wells Fargo make good your loss. I spent a lot of time building up to this. I reckon Wells Fargo can afford it. Well, that's where you're wrong. You gotta have a receipt showing that you shipped gold. A Wells Fargo man wouldn't sign no such receipt unless he valued the gold. <laughs> well, Tennessee, I've got that receipt. Signed by Fuzzy Wilcox. So that's it. You got it from him at the point of a gun and then you killed him. I've made my plans mighty careful, Tennessee. I've spent months talking about my money so as no one would question the shipping of it. I'm sorry that the plans have to call for your death. We may as well drill them through now. Let them have it, Wilkins. Hey, where'd that shot come from? Look back there. Tennessee, look. Someone's coming. Well, kill these two. Hurry and get them. Oh, that hit my rifle. Chop him. Right. Look out. Let me get my rifle to bear. I'll show him. We got him. Move. Let me get a shot. Not today, partner. Go. Oh. Oh. him clean off in the wagon. How about the deputy, Toto? Him hitting shoulder. Hit not bad. Well, I'm downright glad he'll live to hang, the skunk. You three men are witnesses to the contents of Marbury's chest. Sure enough, huh, Clem? You bet, Moose. Count me in. If you hadn't come here, Marbury, I would... Marbury, I wouldn't be here if you hadn't told me that you killed Fuzzy Wilcox. I told you? When you inspected my guns, you said that two shots had been fired at Wilcox. You couldn't possibly have known that if you hadn't fired those two shots. What? Not even the coroner realized that there were two shots... Until he dug deep. Sam, Sam, you better take charge of Marbury. Right. Tennessee and the driver will take the Wilkins boys where they belong. We sure will. We'll show them what it means to fool with Wells Fargo. Get aboard, you gun slicks. We'll give you a free ride into jail. Compliments to Wells Fargo.
story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. Thank <laughs> you.